What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of The Exchange. I'm your host, Logan Lewis, of course, uh, coming to you on another very good day. We've got a great guest today, but before we get to her, let me remind you a few things. Of course, follow the podcast on Instagram at exchange, P-O-D-L-O-G, exchange pod log. It's the only handle that was available, man. Apparently, there's other exchanges out there that are difficult to get the naming rights to, but that's okay. Um, Leave that rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It's easy. It's quick. It's simple. You do it for all the other podcasts you listen to. Do it for mine. Get that exposure out there. Um, And yeah, just spread the word. Tell a friend. You know, Joe Rogan, he's the only other interviewer that's as as big as me right now. You know, like I've got... I'm coming for you, Rogan, but I'm not going to get there with just a few reviews on iTunes. So give me those reviews. We'll get up to Rogan status and then uh, then I'll quit my job and I'll never work a day in my life. <laughs> but um, until then, the guest I'll be exchanging with today is the host of her own podcast. She's originally from China. Some facts about her. She's lived in four different countries. Her dad is a driving instructor, but she failed her test twice, and she's never seen a single Harry Potter movie. Uh, Again, she's the host of the Mango podcast, which is available everywhere that you listen to this podcast. Please welcome May. Hello. Oh my God, wait, I'm in such an awe, honestly, like this was so professional, like I'm a little bit overwhelmed right now, but hey, I am May. Nice to meet you. Oh my goodness. This is awesome. So I forget who followed who first. I think you maybe followed me. I remember that it was in the beginning of my podcasting days. Like I wanted to have a little bit more of engagement. So I was like um, going on Instagram, the hashtag podcast. And I was like liking a bunch of of photos right so i don't even remember specifically liking yours but i maybe a day later you were like slide into my dm and say like hey or something i don't i think that was i think that was our initial contact contact yes let me let me let me look here i can pull it up actually on instagram i'm pretty sure you did like a picture of mine or Mm -hmm. something and gotta scroll back no editing your guys are getting this raw not editing this out (laughs) oh yes okay so yes um yeah so on december 29th uh i said hey mango podcast (laughs) and you said what's up logan lewis 96 yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and then uh, we said uh, we just kind of talked back and forth Mm -hmm. and i said uh i've listened to your podcast a few episodes and i think i'd love to have you as a guest and then you were like oh my god yeah. i'm sure you asked the right person because i was never i think you also were the first person that i knew that actually listened to my podcast um that actually like, gave me feedback oh yeah i listened to your podcast i i like your voice love this you were the first person that ever like give me any type of feedback or you know it came back to me that was a big moment for me honestly So, and you know this because, uh, we'll get to this more in a minute, but like you don't, I'm sure there's a few people in your personal life that like your boyfriend, I'm sure he knows that you do the podcast, but like, there's Mm -hmm. not many people in your personal life that know that this is you, right? No. So, um, my boyfriend, obviously, like he really is also involved with like the audio stuff. So he knows that I'm the podcast. And then I have a few friends, um, that's like know about that i have a podcast but whenever they come on like i don't tell them what the name is so i just send them the audio file after it's done and then they listen like you know without knowing knowing the all of the other episodes so yeah it's a little bit of an anonymous thing right now still was yet. that I don't know how long. was that kind of the goal from the get-go were you always like were you like let me try and see how it goes because if it fails then like no harm no mm. foul but like mm, you're having so much fun with it clearly yeah i think what you say like it was definitely more of the the okay i don't know if this is actually going to work i don't know whether i'm like it i don't want to look stupid if i'm just you know like i announced to everyone yo i have a podcast and then i just stop after like one 
one episode or like it's really shitty i think that is definitely a barrier for me to to <laughs> like um be in the open about it so yeah i don't know it was a conscious decision definitely cool and and so people know that people are listening and they hear that you are the now second person that is outside the united states that i've interviewed I, inter I interviewed uh a good friend well I, I don't know if he's a good friend but he's a friend now at least um his name's pedro he lives in the mm -hmm. uk he's an artist oh and that's he draws really cool. like comic book characters and stuff he's he's really cool i have to send you his profile after this Shouts to him. To wait so you're going international now like the exchange part is international the exchange is international i am not oh. bound by the the united states so you have a lot of guests from all over the united states right because you're currently in georgia if i'm mm. Atlanta, georgia yeah yeah so um wow now you're interviewing me i uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think i'm going like into like podcast interview mode but i should be like a guest mode right now no, I guess. you can you can ask me questions too a great right. this could be a great conversation um but yeah i have guests that live all over the country and then a lot of people i do a lot of mm -hmm. these remote interviews like me and you are doing because covid mm -hmm. some people aren't yeah. some people aren't comfortable with meeting in person which is fine um mm -hmm. but um but yeah i i talk to i'll talk to absolutely anybody you could be you could be uh i don't know you could be uh charles manson and i'll still talk to you do i know him uh maybe not because you're not in the united states but maybe we have like this cultural barrier kind of thing <laughs> yeah, going on charles manson was he, he was like a really big cult um leader like in the 90s is he like the really goth kind of guy with like the black hair and like the black nails? Yeah, I go look go look him up uh, after this. You'll you'll probably recognize his face. He's 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 more famous in the U.S., but mm -hmm. I don't blame you for not knowing. I because you're not from the U.S. Um, you're originally from China. Yes, I was born there. Um, I got adopted when I was two years old. I went to the Netherlands because that's where my parents live. So yeah, I don't really have much memory of the time that I was living there. Um, I also don't unfortunately speak the language, but so I would say normally, like I would say, yeah, I'm a banana. I'm just yellow on the outside and white on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> a banana. That is the most man that's great that's funny <laughs> yeah so i would describe me sometimes like that but uh i would try to yeah i'm really interested to get more in touch with my, my chinese heritage but so far no chinese yet have you been back to china i actually did so i went back three times and then the first time i was also still very young is when we got my sister she was also adopted from china another province and then the second time was i think it was when i was maybe 16 or 17. we did a i don't know how you say it in english but we say like a, a roots travel like you go back to your roots and you go see the orphanage that you went to mm. and you go to like the place where you've been found and then the third time that was in 2016 it was almost five yeah it's five years ago i would like five years ago i would exactly like go now there and i went to do an internship um in shanghai that was for like six months so i do i have been back but um yeah do you have um if you if you don't mind me asking do you have any contact with your birth parents i have no idea i think um because china is obviously so big and back in the day uh, when i got adopted um it was like this one child policy so like i think that has probably like something to do with my adoption maybe they already had another child or or something like that so but no i was just put in front of a um how do you say that like a school and then a teacher found me and they bought me to an orphanage so there's like no details no no information wow. Oh yeah. You, you literally have the classic stereotypical oh, adoption yeah. story of them yes. leaving you in a basket in front of yes. someone's doorstep. Yes. Yeah, I that's me. I'm like the stereotypical adoption person from China. Wow. That's kind of sad. I mean, I guess I just like I know my whole life. So for me it's not that ordinary and I understand that people feel like it's 
it's different or they never really like heard it much about it. But for me, like I know other adoptees as well. So for me, it's, it's, I guess, part of life. And I had, as I have accepted that like long, long time ago. Yeah. And you mentioned your sister. Now, is that your birth sister or is that no, your adopted sister? So she's my adopted sister as well. She's from a whole other province. Um, so yeah, she is two years younger than me. Yeah, she's two years younger than me. <laughs> I have to think about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, she's not my, my sister by blood. Gotcha. And you, I think you just finished your, the at the time we're recording this, people will hear this in early March. Um, oh, really? But um you just finished your thesis, right? You've just finished school? I did. Yes, I actually graduated last week. Wow, so congratulations. Yeah, because I remember, thank you, because I remember um, we trying to set up a date for this interview, but I was like, no, I like still have some work to do. Like I'm a little bit busy. So okay, okay, we'll just catch up like after the period. But now that this has been done, like I'm a free bird, I'm ready to get a job, I guess. But I... I did my defense. I, I don't know. Do you guys also call it like that? Like a thesis defense that you have to present your final project, basically. And then they ask you questions and they have to think about it and answer and give you your grade and then you're graduated. Yeah, we, we have kind of like a like a capstone project like mm -hmm. they like you do. You have one mm -hmm. of your one of your classes that you enroll in when you're you're, you're a senior or whatever is a final project class where the whole semester you're working on a project and and it's it's and it's either you can do it by yourself or you can do it in a group we do mm. group projects a lot so if um, i remember correctly you did your studies in political science computer science computer you're a computer scientist uh to an extent <laughs> that's so great like i see on tiktok right like every like every time i'm on tiktok they're like oh yeah yeah, i study business but i should have done computer science because like i can do nothing with my degree it's like oh yeah i should have done that well if it makes you feel any better i am a computer scientist as that piece of paper that i have framed hanging up mm -hmm. says but i uh i wouldn't identify as one i uh i did computer science because honestly, because back in like high school when, you know, colleges, I don't know if they do the same thing over there. Like people from college will come visit your high school and tell mm. you like, oh, this is like what you can do in college. This is a cool thing. Mm. Almost, like like a, a, almost like a career fair. Yeah, we do have some of those, but. Uh, the, I enrolled in computer science because a couple guys came to my school and said, you'll make a lot of money doing it. And it's a, it's a lot of fun. Uh -huh. And uh, no offense I, to anyone out there that loves computer science, but it's not a lot of fun. I really, honestly, actually don't really know what computer science entails. I imagine coding. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. pretty much, there. there's a lot of different branches because uh -huh. it's almost like communications or business. It's just a huge umbrella that uh -huh. encompasses so, so many things. Did you have to specialize also or you just have computer science? Like that's the whole thing that's, that you majored in? My, like I heard there's like front end, back end developers or that's yeah. not necessarily like a thing you have to choose. In, yeah, they don't, make, they don't make you specifically choose, but they, mm -hmm. they kind of, uh, they give you classes in all mm -hmm. of those different uh avenues so like if you like front end then maybe you can focus your studies on front end or back end uh -huh. um my major was kind of uh it was kind of dedicated to those who aren't really good at coding um mm. so it, my studies were like applied computer science which okay. means like i can apply my computer science knowledge but i'm not the actual person doing the coding like me, I could lead a team of programmers, oh, but okay. I'm not doing the programming itself. So, so you also had, I assume, some management courses then or? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I took, okay. I also got a minor. Can you get, do you guys get minors too? Like we have a major and we have a minor too? Um, a little bit different here. My pro, I think that depends per program. But for example, in my business, my bachelor's, my business um, course was international. Like my major was international business, but I could do like a, a streaming in Asian business. Mm -hmm. So that's what I, I think that's more like considered a minor. Yeah. And that's like, 
I did my major as computer science and my mm-hmm. minor was like business. So like uh, okay. I know how to like manage people, quote uh-huh. unquote. Uh-huh. Um international business is that do you want to have you ever considered like move like obviously you've lived in four different countries mm-hmm. so you're not a stranger to living in different mm-hmm. countries but like that is yeah I, going abroad is definitely still like a wish of mine i think now with the covid situation of course like i'm trying to get a job here in the netherlands and and maybe work for that here for like one or two years but i do want to go abroad for a few years like living that abroad life and then come back here and, and settle but yeah going abroad that's definitely something that i would like to do still come to atlanta <laughs> wait what do i what do i even do and i heard about atlanta from that song like on the midnight oh no it's georgia that's not atlanta wait georgia is in atlanta yeah Ge- atlanta is the is one of the, the biggest cities in georgia i have no idea is it south yeah is it the south of uh, america yeah we're we're in um like they call the region that i'm in the south and that has so, like north carolina south mm-hmm. carolina tennessee uh-huh. virginia georgia florida i have no idea where all of those states are <laughs> <laughs> i guess then you can see like how out of touch sometimes like europeans or like other play- people outside of the u.s like know nothing that like not so much about the u.s yeah i don't you know? even i don't even know where the netherlands is it's really close to um the uk so the uk is that island right so yeah. we're just right next to it um, on, on the mainland. Okay. I'm going to look up a picture of the globe and look at where uh, the <laughs> Netherlands is. But, but um, you don't seem to have like a southern accent. I have a southern accent? Well, no, I don't think so. Or I, I actually don't really, I can't really distinguish different accents in America, but I don't think you have like a southern accent. Oh, I see where the Netherlands is now. You guys like, you border Belgium and Germany? Yes, yes. Okay. And also Luxembourg. I see. Really You're right next to the North Sea. Yes. Where indeed. in the where in the Netherlands are you? Like if I would I'm, like point Yeah, I'm in the south of the Netherlands, but I don't have a I actually have a southern uh, Dutch accent, but we're I'm very close to the Belgian border. So pretty far from Amsterdam. All of these I guess what do you call them? Not you don't call them states, do you? You call them like Provinces. Provinces? Like, what province yeah. are you in? I'm in North Brabant. Oh my god, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Wait, if I wave, can you see me wave on the map? <laughs> I'm looking at the li- different, I guess, cities. Is that Dungen? Dungen? D-A-N-G-E-N? Eindhoven? I don't even know yeah, these. Cl- yeah, no, I'm close to Eindhoven. Okay, okay, okay. I'm in a very small village somewhere around there. Okay. So you're so you have you said that your sister we're bouncing all over the place. Your your adopted sister is um is also from a different province in um, China. In China. So did your your adopted parent or your parents I I assume you just call them your mom and dad. Like they're your parents. Uh Uh-huh. Um, do they just have a thing for adopting? Can they have, did they have kids of their own? Yeah, they couldn't have kids by themselves. My mom really wanted kids. So that's why she, they looked into adoption and then they came, yeah, they came to China. Do you, um, in the second, uh, I completely just drew a blank. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're doing all of this geography talk. Yeah. Geography is um, not my strong suit, so. What's it while we're talking about geography? So the U.S., the United States just went through the election, or whatever. Does does the does the other countries in the world look at the United States and just laugh at all of the controversy? Yeah, we really think you guys are idiots. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like honestly, um, it's yeah. Sometimes, but like for example, the capital thing, when like like storm to capital like i think like i don't think any person here in the netherlands or maybe in europe like looks at that right things and like oh my god those are so rational people like this good for them like supports it you know like we really think like yo whatever happens there is like crazy yeah that's funny it's always funny to hear what other foreign 
uh-huh. people like look at the United States and think, gosh, those weirdos over there. Yeah, uh, I, I really think that is like a general maybe consensus. Like, oh my God, what, what is America doing again? Like, that's crazy. It's weird. What is but America people, doing again? Yeah. It's almost like a big, like, like a big show for us sometimes. Like it's, it's hilarious, but also sad, I guess. Yeah. Isn't it crazy? What's, yeah. what's the political situ- situation like in the Netherlands? So what, what, um, what kind of government do you guys have? Do you have a president? We do, but actually we are a, I don't know how you say it, but we have still a king. Um, oh. Yeah, a monarchy, but it is not really like they have any power. It's just there. Like like the the um, British, like the English yeah. system. We have like the royal family, like we have a royal family as well, but we do have like a president and we have also more parties. I guess you guys only have like the Democrats and the Republicans, but we yeah. have a lot more parties to choose from and are represented in the, in the, um, I don't know how you call it, but like you, first chamber, second chamber. Yeah. Uh, we have like Congress, right. like the Senate yeah. and the, Repu- yeah, and the yeah, House. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we do have more more parties represented. So I guess that is good. So we have a lot of different voices that can can be heard. Um, but now with the coronavirus, there has been some issues also with, with our government, of course. And then a lot of people are like not very happy with, with how everything is going. And we do had a few um, riots recently, like in the past, past week. So um, that has been like a hot topic issue here in the Netherlands. How big is the Netherlands? We have 17 million. Okay. People. We don't have a city that's over a million. Wow. That's what about, crazy. Yeah. Georgia. How I, many? I was just going to say, I think Atlanta, the city by itself, has uh-huh. a population of like 5 million people. Wow. That's like so much. How many people are in the United States in total? 350 million. Is this no, it's not the, it's like the third biggest country in the world. Because I, I think, think China's bigger, maybe Russia and India. I don't know. I think, I think Russia, India, and China are all bigger. I, I could be 100% mm-hmm. wrong. I hope my the listeners don't be like, you don't know your geography. <laughs> You're not an extra American. <laughs> um, kind of bouncing back to your podcast. So mm-hmm. let me first off by saying, I think you might have explained it in the first episode. But like, mm, why the hell is your podcast? First episode. <laughs> why the hell is your podcast called the Mango Podcast? So I also think that this draws back to I like don't really want to expose too much yet of myself because I wasn't like I'm just a pussy basically. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I want to make a podcast, but how do I even start? Like, where do I even start? What kind of topic do I want? Like, what kind of artwork do I want? What's the name? And all of these things were like getting. I feel like in the way of me actually starting. So at one point I was like, okay, I just have to start it. I just have to like pick something. And I like mangoes and I saw a mango in the fridge. I was like, okay, I'm gonna call it gonna call it the mango podcast. So that is the birth of the name Mango. What were there other strong contenders? Or was Mango like once you mango. saw the mango, you were like, screw it, I'm just gonna call it Mango. Yeah. Yeah, basically, I think between me starting the podcast, like really actually actively thinking about it and starting the podcast was maybe not even a month. So I didn't have like, I didn't want to like prolong the, the process of me thinking about it and, and maybe like not doing it anymore. I just wanted to get the first one or the second one out as, as fast as possible. What's it like monetizing? So first of all, this kind of mm-hmm. kind of relates, but at the same time doesn't. Is English mm-hmm. the primary language in the netherlands no we speak dutch that's the oh um, duh, i'm a dummy native language <laughs> say but you chose to have your podcast in english because that's probably the most widely spoken no dutch is definitely like we we speak a lot of people speak uh english but it's definitely not like the main language that we speak here i think i chose the english because well i don't i actually have not really a a very strong rationale for it, I think, because I, well, so my studies have always been in English. My boyfriend is English. So in that sense, like I'm more comfortable talking in English in like a more casual way. And also I, I feel like the market for podcasts in English is so much bigger. Like if I would talk Dutch, like I would maybe only like target Dutch people or like yeah. 
people. But now I, I see I have listeners like from America, of course, but also like Nigeria and and Australia. So it's it's really more of a diverse. I think you reach a bigger market. Yeah, you might be right. Say something. Say like, hi, welcome to the exchange podcast in Dutch. Hello, welcome to the uh, to the. Okay, wait. Let me do this again. Hello, welcome, uh, welcome by the Exchange Podcast podcast van Logan Lewis, the Exchange. <laughs> <laughs> this is all awkward. Sometimes, like when you're speaking English for well, right, you have to like switch to another language, and sometimes you get so messed up of between the words. Do you do you speak English with your uh, with your family, or do you guys speak no, Dutch? Yeah, my dad can't speak English. He's just doing the Duolingo thing now because he really wants to like pick it up, but he doesn't really speak any English. It's more like the younger generation that um, really yeah, speaks the English language. But other than that, it's all Dutch here. So going kind of piggybacking off of that, you mentioned, I think, in your second episode that you mm -hmm. are, and then you just mentioned it today, that you're yellow on the outside, white on the inside, in a primarily white dominant yes. country. What was that growing up like? What was that like for you? So I, as I said, right, like I, I was raised in this really small village. So me and my sister were basically the only Asian, Asian or like, foreign looking kids out there so um i was lucky that i didn't really encountered a lot of um, how to say like um how do you say that in english where people like make make fun of like they make fun of like racist jokes of course they would say like um oh yeah chinese or chink eyes and and stuff like that but it wasn't as bad i would say compared to others that i heard so growing up wasn't a pain as much, but you definitely do hear a lot of remarks. And um, I don't know if that is also an, an American or an English thing, but here we have different ways of singing happy birthday, right? We have the English one, the Dutch one, but it's always the same tune, like happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you. So there's also a quote unquote Chinese version. And um, it is definitely like, it's not even in the Chinese language, but then um, they sing like, Hunky punky, Shanghai, hunky punky. It doesn't make sense, but they make like the the chink eyes with it. And at that time, like you don't really realize that it is racist as fuck. But yeah, I think like those those um how do you say like microaggressions or like something mm -hmm. that's a lot of people don't realize it is racist. Like you just grew up with it, and you're, and, and you don't view them as something bad or racist until like much later. So that is something that I've been, yeah, realizing a lot these past year, actually. I'm sure you guys saw the stuff that took place over the summer in America with like the racism and the Black mm -hmm. Lives Matter mm -hmm. movements yeah. and stuff. Is racism a problem in, well, obviously racism is a problem mm -hmm. everywhere, but is it mm -hmm. as big and as prevalent as a, pro as, is it as prevalent mm -hmm. in other countries like the Netherlands, like it is here? So I, uh, yeah, or you said like racism is everywhere, but if I would have to compare the Netherlands and America, I would feel like, well, people really view the Netherlands as more of like this open kind of very direct, very accepting culture. But I really do think that we have a lot of racial issues, maybe not as much as the US, um, but we do have some systemic racism issues and definitely more um, towards like immigrants, from like Morocco, Moroccan, yeah, Moroccan, or like the the Middle East, that we have a lot of immigration people coming in, and, and that's where like a lot of racism stems from. Not necessarily maybe black people, but yeah, we do have our own racial racial issues. So when you kind of again switching all <laughs> over, we're bouncing all over the place. But um, did you have a goal in mind when you started the Mango Podcast, or was there? always just a piece of you like me the reason i started podcasting yeah. is like i've always had these opinions i've all i, I like mm -hmm. talking to people so why not do it in a way where i can talk about right. anything i want whenever i want uh -huh. like did you have a goal in mind when you started mango or are you just shooting from the hip kind of just going with the flow yes and no i think i go back and forth with this sometimes like sometimes like okay yeah like i really want to like pursue this and i really want to make this big and then other times i'm like wait but i just want to you know um record myself and and have some piece of, like a physical to 
piece of me that I can look back on later. I think that would be fun. So I don't know. I think when I started, it was more definitely about, okay, I just see where it goes. I'm just going off and, and, and yeah, go from there. So uh, a, a end goal, not really. I think as long as I enjoy doing it, I'll continue doing this. Hmm. Interesting. So for you, has it shifted? Because you said that like before you just wanted to go out, uh, go go off on it and, and talk about whatever you want. But you have like a thousand podcasts now. You even have like Watchdog Media. I feel like you're going very pro or you are very pro. That's the end goal. I think from the beginning, it was mm-hmm. just a hobby, kind of something that I could like, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm not at work, I can come home and sit behind a microphone and kind of be myself but um over the past year it's really grown to the point where it's like i Mm -hmm. want it so bad to be my life so i I would then assume it's more like a joe rogan situation that that you kind of want like that like level of success and and money and like everything that comes with to be quite honest with you like if if i could if i obviously no offense to my current job or anything but if i could quit Mm -hmm. my job today Mm -hmm. and make the same amount of money doing this Mm -hmm. i would in a heartbeat but that's the question you have but um it it, it isn't even a question i i would be like yep okay Mm -hmm. done so when do you think that shifted? Like, where do you think your passion for podcasting that you wanted to make it your career shifted? Um, probably early 2020. Okay. Um, like, I've always had the Binge Boys podcast. That's the main mm-hmm. one, the main one I do. Um, but then I started these other side ones. And, like, as I kept doing it, people kept saying, like, mm-hmm. Logan, you have a great voice for this. You're You have mm-hmm. a great personality for this i've just been like damn like people keep giving me people keep giving me the reassurance that i'm doing what i should be doing so So, it was more yeah so it was like because of the feedback that you get from from your peers or from like strangers on the internet that just listen to your your podcasts to feel like okay i can do this i want to i want to like pursue pursue this thing yeah yeah okay it's just from the feedback that i got that yeah, but also people, in numerical feedback, like you see your download skyrocketing, you see like more and more people listening to it. Yeah, it's I mm-hmm. I because I, I feel like like a, a quite big motivator, right? When I see like okay, I post something and like oh, actually people are listening, or like oh, my downloads crack grow every time. Like I feel like that's for me like a big motivator why I actually continue to also. Yeah, of course I like it, but also like it does motivate me to to actually hear or see people listening to me. Yeah, like when I see the numbers mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so that episode did yeah. really well. People like hearing that. Um, which I don't know. It's 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 the biggest motivator probably for sure. So you're like doing, I guess, also like a forty hour week job, and you're doing like three pod. How many podcasts do you have now currently running? I. I stepped back from one of them or really two of them. So I had, okay, so let's just go down the list. Yes. I had, I have the binge boys. I do that one still full time. Mm -hmm. Um, I record uh, every Monday night for that one. I basically Mm -hmm. have two episodes a week that come out for that podcast. Oh, really? That intense. I, yeah. Um, And then I have, um, the Bachelor franchise related one. Mm-hmm. I I kind of took a step back from that one. I have a question about this Bachelor thing. I don't like I see also quite a few Bachelor podcasts going around, but what is the appeal of Americans on this Bachelor thing? Like I what, what I don't get it. Like why are you guys so like into Bachelor? I don't know. I really don't know. <laughs> I I think people like watching uh hot people on tv okay maybe that's it and they'd like the drama maybe is there a lot of drama in this in these shows yes there's a there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of drama oh okay Um, okay 
So I think that's what really people do love. Um, But I kind of took a step back from that Mm -hmm. one and let my co-host kind of take it in on as her own, but it still operates under watchdog media. So Mm -hmm. technically I'm getting clout for it still, but not doing any work. That's that's but that's like what you want, right? Like you want to have like everybody making you money. You can just like take it in and spend it and live your best life. I was I wish I was making money from from the bachelor uh, content. That'd be awesome. Um, I had the one that was all about dating and relationships. That I one listened called- to those those ones. I really enjoyed those. But I saw the last one was in June. I was like really sad. Yeah, I t- I kind of let those that one go. I. I mm-hmm. I just didn't have a real goal in mind with that one. And yeah, I just started it kind of out of on a whim and it's the one that performs the lowest, I think mm-hmm. out of all of them, like the least amount of mm-hmm. downloads and listens and stuff. So mm-hmm. I just decided to cut that one loose. I see, but it's just like there as a memoir. Okay. Like this is something I did. I just like have people still listening to, to this podcast. We guys really enjoyed the content, but maybe that's because I also really like, like the juicy stuff about other people's dating lives. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just felt like I had to let that one go. But yeah, it's still available. People can go listen to it. If they I really want recommend to. it if you want to. So, huh? <laughs> I said, like, I really recommend this podcast. Like, I love oh, listening wow. to this one. So, you have The Bachelor, what, um, Binge Boys, the uh, dating one, and then, of course, this one, and the other that I've missed. Um, I have another one that I do um, on Sunday nights and it's for mm-hmm. like, it's just basically like an online community of friends that record a podcast once a week. Like I've ne- never met the people in real life. We just talk about random bullshit. It's really, yeah, it's, it's kind of fun. Um, kind of, I've kind of taken, I've kind of taken a step back from that one too, but um, obviously like you're working full time, you're having like so many podcasts. Like I was actually wondering, like, how do you even time manage, like manage this all? Like I, I feel already like with one episode a week, I'm already sometimes overwhelmed with, with everything that comes around it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely a struggle. My girlfriend (laughs) tells me every day that I do too much, Um, Uh but, uh, I don't I know. I mean, I, I I don't know how I do. I mean, I have constantly, I'm just constantly thinking about what my next episodes are. Even mm-hmm. obviously I work my full-time job and when I'm at work, I focus on work, but I'm always thinking about the next episode. I'm always mm-hmm. thinking about the next guest. Like, but you are, yeah, but you're also super um, prepared. Like this one, we record this in January now, end of January, but this will release only in March. Like I live week by week. So you like, do you have that for all of your episodes, like all of your podcasts that you have like pre-recorded content? So you will be on your game. Um, no, the only one that I really pre-record is this one. And that's because Mm -hmm. it's kind of hard sometimes to get a guest lined up. Mm -hmm. So I like to record a few in advance in case there's a week I can't get anybody Uh, Mm -hmm. Um, because this podcast as you and everybody else knows is guest centric so Mm -hmm. like if I can't get a guest I'm not going to just sit in the front of the mic and be like so my week went well like (laughs) wait that's my podcast (laughs) I but some people can do that but I can't I couldn't make an I I don't know how you do I don't know how you make an hour out of just talking about yourself I couldn't do it I'm still struggling honestly with like generating content ideas i really feel like i want to also have more of a a, a niche or, or a, a topic that i can go off on and and that's also like i think at the point where i'm at now in my podcast like i really want to make something of it but it's still like a little bit all over the place and i'm still searching for for this direction so i think it's really cool that you have so many different podcasts and that you have like you know like the experience and you can just like oh yeah if this doesn't work i'll just drop it and i'll just create a new one you know i think that's really really cool i almost started a uh i almost started this <laughs> week another one really i almost did and it was gonna be about politics politics i was almost gonna do it but there was a few people in my life that urged me not to because of uh, the controversial because of the controversy political. Uh, mm-hmm. politics in the united states is very toxic right now yeah. I remember people say, like, telling me 
um, back, like when I was younger. Oh yeah, like whenever you meet a person, never talk about politics and and religion. I think religion. Yeah, and I was like, why not? Like you know, like what's what's so bad about it? Like we don't we like all each other, but then like you know, recently, like I, I'm I'm really like seeing so many opposite points and views and now i get it like why you don't want to talk about politics when you met so what's your political view right now i (laughs) i tend tend to um i i i tend to be more accepting of other people's views than i used to be Mm -hmm. Um, i do lean more conservative than than Mm -hmm than liberal but i'm very moderate with i believe a lot of democratic Mm -hmm. views okay so i'm kind of in the middle but i do trend towards Mm -hmm. conservative conservatism because of the economics side of things like taxes do you also feel like that has to do with the place where you grew up in because i if i remember correctly like more of the south is also more leaning towards the conservative yeah yeah, I I I think I, it's my parents raised me yeah. on conservatism, and yeah. um, yeah, I kind of come from like an old fashioned family, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. But but I'm I'm still lenient on things like I mean obviously gay marriage uh, that's not mm-hmm. something conservatives believe in, and I I don't care get married mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me. Love is um, love. Yeah, love is love. Love who you want. Just. Uh, yeah. I don't want to see you making out on a park bench if you're a guy and a guy or a guy and a girl. I don't want to see a guy and a girl make out on a park bench. I, I believe the same thing for for both um, yeah. mm-hmm. sexual orientations. It's so actually like not strange, but like it's so interesting that every country has like their own kind of political landscape because like how I hear Americans talking about like Democrats and Republicans, like uh, we don't really have like those type of parties that's really like you know we don't have just two big parties that people choose from we just have such a different landscape so it's also quite hard to relate or to understand how exactly that is in another country yeah i i think that's part of the problem in the u.s there's there's a few other parties but they are not as widely supported mm-hmm. as democrats and republicans and that's probably part of where the hostility comes from mm-hmm. um, democrats and republicans in this day and age don't like each other at all mm-hmm. um, aren't willing to work with each other um if if i go to my next door neighbor and tell them that i am a conservative and they're a liberal like they won't talk to me like it's really it's it's very it's- divided right now it's not good it's i wish it was be- i wish it was different oh. i wish we could talk to each other have you lost friends because of political differences? Um, there's been relationships that have fallen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of my previous, mm-hmm. my co-host, Lindsay, on the, the dating podcast, oh, uh-huh. she's very liberal and I'm, uh, and I don't see eye to eye with her on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And we've argued a few times and mm-hmm. our friendship has probably kind of suffered a, a little bit from it, but yeah. mm-hmm. um Mitch, my co-host on uh, the Binge Boys, mm-hmm. uh, me and him got into a huge argument a few years ago and had mm-hmm. a huge falling out. Um, didn't talk for years. Oh, really? Yeah. And then we kind of resurfaced our friendship over the past mm-hmm. couple months, and it's been better than ever. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I've I've lost friends, and that's part of the problem. I think people aren't willing mm-hmm. to hear other people's opinions. I see. So no political podcast for you. So no Soon. political podcast for me right now. Um, maybe no. it'll change in the future, but um, I have an awesome beat, like an on, an, odd, an awesome podcast beat that my friend Isaiah made uh-huh. for, for the political podcast, um, but I can't play it. No one will ever hear it. Should I play it right now? I kind of want to hear it. I'm curious. Okay, I'll play it. This will be the only time that people ever Whoa. hear it. Premiere. This, say is pre- like this is the premiere of the. Yeah. It was going to be called Donkeys and Elephants, representing oh, the two the political elephant. parties. So here we go. Here's the music right now. Ooh. 
That was going to be the intro music for Donkeys that, and Elephants. That really sounds very political, honestly. <laughs> I wanted that to be... envision a political podcast to sound like. Yeah. And it, it was going to be very lighthearted and it was going to be fun and funny. Mm -hmm. But people said that it's career suicide. Don't. don't. Maybe in a later stage when, you're, when you don't mind to have a career suicide. Yeah, maybe when I'm big and famous and yeah. it won't matter because I'll always exactly. have people listening. Exactly. So you but, have like this cult-like following that just do whatever you say, like listens to whatever you say. Yeah, I think I, I would love to do it, but there's too many people right now that aren't willing to hear the other side. And mm -hmm. I am, but yeah. some I, people aren't. But I think it's all it's just really important to hear both both sides still. Like even though you have your own ideologies and in your own positions, I think you can really, how to say, like you can really get stuck in this echo chamber and then not hear hear other opinions. And that is also a little bit of like toxic, maybe. Yeah, it is pretty toxic, mm -hmm. but unfortunately that's the world we live in now. Hopefully with uh, in the next few years with this new, the new president, mm -hmm. things change, but we'll see. We'll see indeed so may you know because you've listened to the exchange there comes mm -hmm. a point where i ask every guest the same I 10 do. questions i read that i like i listened to them i actually was trying to think about it. So it's like okay maybe i shouldn't prepare too much and i just wanted like to have the raw unfiltered answer right here well then uh you're no stranger to these questions so i'll just ask <laughs> you these as well what uh what was your first ever job my first ever job, well, besides, of course, like walking a dog or like um, doing a paper round, like my first ever job where I had to like um, fill in a job application and go on like this interview was for a dishwasher position at a restaurant. Yeah. So I was like maybe 16, 17. I was like, yeah, I really need a summer job. Like I really need to make some coin. So I went and uh, go to this how do you call it like a bungalow park or like a holiday park where people yeah. camp and and do their yeah, thing just like a campground yeah a campground so i worked there in a restaurant for like a summer i was horrible like i really didn't like doing it but it made some money so that was my first ever ever job awesome uh if you were an animal what would you be if i would be an animal what would it be well i don't think i would be a donkey or a uh elephant but I, so what i actually would want to be is i want to be a labra dog La, labra <laughs> labra like you know like those dogs like there's golden retrievers yes yes i want to be a golden retriever from a white upper middle class family in a suburban city town i think those lives are literally really really good <laughs> those those dogs have the best life yeah, i think so um do you what's the best concert you've ever been to the wait i think we had a little bit of a connection problem yeah wait what can was the me? question oh uh, what's what's the best concert you've ever been to i've only been to one concert in my entire life which was taylor swift the <laughs> 1980 1989 one wow i think you guys are so lucky you guys have like so many stadiums and like most popular like artists are from america so you guys have probably like so much different concerts and so many concerts all the time right mm -hmm. so you go to a lot of concerts uh i've been to maybe a handful of them not many mm -hmm. probably i've been to less than 10 concerts probably i'm still like nine more than me <laughs> i've seen like travis scott um, uh. and uh wiz khalifa Wait, you're uh, like a hip-hop rapper R&B kind of guy? Yeah, I love hip-hop. Really? Yeah. I think, I don't know. I feel like you're, I thought, I thought you're more like a, like a soul kind of jazz, you know? <laughs> like with like a good book and like a glass of wine, staring outside of the window, thinking about his podcast and what his next move's going to be, you know? But then, <laughs> with like, I, stuff. I'll throw on some jazz uh, or something yeah. if I'm like, working or what trying to concentrate i'll just throw on some smooth jazz or something mm -hmm. 
um, to have in the background, but that's funny. That's that's funny. Just twirling my wine in the cup. Yeah, you seem like a <laughs> wine drinker. I'm trying harder and harder to get into it, but I uh, I can't. I'm not a wine like a wine knowledge person either, but I'm uh, not really like a big drinker in in that sense. So I've I've turned into less of a drinker and drinker over the past mm. couple of years. Okay. Maybe beer. Are you are you a beer guy? Like a special beer guy? Yeah. Okay. Well, I can see that too. Like I feel like that also fits the image. Um <laughs> if you uh if you could have dinner with three people, dead or alive, who would they be? Uh-huh. I did think about this one because I was like, I have no idea. I don't really know, like because it's such a a you can you can basically I don't know. There's so many people that I would want to, but and then I can always come back to like a very boring answer. But I would think I think I would want to have one last supper with um, my late grandparents. I think it would be really nice to ask them the questions that I never could ask when they were alive because I was like still very young, right? You don't really think when you're like six or seven. Okay, so tell me about your life or tell me when you were twenty. You know, like and I think it would be great to ask those questions to to them now. Plus, they made like the best grandparent food, and I haven't had them for a long time either. So, yeah, that would yeah. be my guests. That's a, that's a, those are great guests. Um, stand mute, cancel. You know what those words mean? Quesadilla, guacamole, and salsa. salsa. Yeah, queso, guac, and salsa. What is queso? Is that cheese sauce? It's like cheese dip. I don't. Re- I never had those, so I guess I have to. Mute it. I don't want to uh, cancel. I don't want to cancel any one of those. You can cancel the cheese dip because you've never had it. Okay, I'll cancel the cheese dip. But I know this is like this is this is what not what you will agree on. But I would stand the guac. Yeah. Yeah, I love guacamole. I can't get into it. I don't. Have you? We have. Of course, you have tried. Like, how? I don't- I don't actively try. I don't actively try to get into it. It's one of those things where I had it like once or twice and I was like, I'm done. It's too healthy for me. I don't want to eat it. (laughs) Salsa. uh And salsa you're just okay on? Yeah, salsa's fine, but I would always choose guac. Interesting. What is uh, one movie you wish you could go back and watch for the first time? So... I think it would be maybe one of those movies that are really like mind fucking like that, like really like, Oh my God, <laughs> what did I just watch? Um, but then I'm like, wait, but I like, you know, like um, Shutter Islands or um, Inception or Interstellar, you know, like I remember when I watched those movies, like, Oh my God, like, I, 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 what, what is this? I want to like go on Google and, and walk and like read up on, theories on them you know yeah i just watched well, I think- shutter island for the first time last week you did yeah you like it yeah it was incredible <laughs> yeah so i think i want to watch those movies again for the first time but that's um a, that's a really good answer you want a dark night right i love the dark night i've never seen that one wow if you ever come if you ever come to america and you come to georgia we're gonna watch the dark night you're gonna watch the Dark Knight, okay? Yes, I'm excited. Um, and we're gonna eat guac with the with the dip, right? Okay, okay. And I'll get some queso so you can try it. Okay. Yes, please. <laughs> um, and when you do watch a movie, um, obviously you can't go to the theater or anything because of mm-hmm. COVID. But what would you get when you go to the movie theater? What's your snack of choice? Okay, so I always want to eat popcorn because I feel like that's such a movie snack. But then every time I get it, I'm like disappointed because like it never hits the spot. So I have to say popcorn, but I'm always like, it's like, you know, like it doesn't like it doesn't do it. But I always end up getting it because I feel like that's part of the movie experience. It is. It's 100 percent the movie experience. I can't I can't go to the movies without getting popcorn. Yeah, I remember my last movie. It's been like, of course, before um, COVID, but it was the Joker. So it's like a really, really long time ago. Man, that's such a good one. Yeah, I went by myself. So I was like, okay, I really want to see this movie, but nobody wants to go with me. So I was like, I just go by myself. 
Yeah, that's that's a really good one. I haven't watched that in a while. Um, you, you watch a lot of movies. Oh yeah, especially oh, for the binge boys. I watch a lot of movies. I've seen like the lists on on um, your Instagram things, and like, oh my god, so many movies. What so is the best movies. you've watched recently? Shutter Island. The best movie I've watched recently. Yeah, because I'm like I need some things to keep me entertained these unemployed days. So. Um, well, uh, Shutter Island is really good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I actually watched a movie last night, uh, a new movie that came out on Apple TV plus. Okay. And it's called Palmer. 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 Like Palm it, huh? Like Palm Springs Palmer. Yeah. Like Palm Springs Palmer. And it stars Justin Timberlake. He acts too. Well, yeah. he does. Yeah, and he plays this really southern guy, and, okay. it, and it's just really good. Look up the trailer after we're done. It's really good. Five comedy? out of five. It's a comedy or? No, it's very serious. Okay. Um, and then I watched one Friday night, too, um, mm -hmm. called The Little Things. I don't know if I... I think it's, I heard about this before. I'm not sure. It's brand new also. It just okay. came out on HBO Max. So you have like all of these subscriptions. I'm just Netflix. Yeah, I got HBO, Apple, Netflix, Hulu. Disney Plus. Okay, so you it. have no lack of entertainment. I yeah. never have nothing to watch. <laughs> I'm sometimes so overwhelmed. Sometimes I'm like, there's so many things I still need to watch. I don't know where to where to begin, and I just end up not watching anything. It's 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 tough. It, whenever I have, whenever I finish a show, I'm like, damn, what the hell do I do now? Yeah, <laughs> like so much going on. If I had to, if all of a sudden you wake up tomorrow and you can only see in black and white, but then I told you that you could see one color for the rest of your yeah. life, what is it? I want I want first some clarification questions on this. So okay. when you say one color, right? Is it that you can only see then one like what you see now, but then you can only see, for example, like the yellow things, or is it more like a filter, like a yellow filter over over your vision, so you can still see like the silhouettes? You can only see black, white, and yellow things. The rest? What is the rest? Wait, wait, wait. Sorry, sorry. Clarification here. You can see black and white as if like you're looking at like an old photo. Like where old photos okay. are printed in black and white. Uh-huh. It's as if the entire world is in black and white, but yeah. you can see yellow things. What but Okay, wait, so you can see yellow. For example, you see like a yellow flower, right? Yes. So you can only see like the like the flower part not the stem like the green stem or you see it but you see that in black and white you would see the stem in black and white but you would oh, see the yellow flower okay 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 i think i would want to see blue mm -hmm. i don't know i think blue is like because blue is the sky obviously and you can still see a lot of color like when you go out, like when you look outside, you still have some sense of if you don't want to see any, like if you feel like, oh, my God, this black and white world is too, too much for me. You just look up at the sky and you're like, you know, like it does feel colorful. I guess it's like feels more of a real life experience. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great answer. Um, and then finally, if I snapped my fingers right now when we were transported mm -hmm. in history, where would mm -hmm. we go? I want to go to. Hmm. I want to go to like a big Gatsby party. Oh, that's a great roaring, answer. Roaring twenties. Yeah, I think especially now when everybody is like inside and there's like the coronavirus going on, I think it would be so neat if we would just can go to like this great big extravaganza party and just like drink a lot and like you know dance. I think that would be a fun relief. Wow, that's a really good answer. What would you say? I, ooh. that's a really good, that's a good question. I don't know. I, part of me says I'd like to go to like the eighties mm -hmm. or, or maybe even the twenties. I I've always really loved the 1920s, like the Gatsby era. I love the great Gatsby. I love that book. I love the movie. 
I've never seen the. I never. I think I only watched the movie like half halfway. But it sounds. It seems like a good party. So. Yeah. It, hey, I'll throw a. I'd love. I'd love to throw a Gatsby party one day. Ooh, invite me. I'll fly okay. over. Will you fly over? I'll fly over for a great. How long is the flight from the Netherlands to Atlanta? I have no idea. I think I I actually don't know. I think it is maybe maybe ten hours. So possible. Look it up right now. Netherlands think, to Atlanta. I think New York would be like six hours. So maybe Atlanta is like two more. You would have to get on three different planes. Really? Yep. Or no, sorry. It would be nine hours and 55 minutes. You'd be 10 Wait, hours. I was on point. Yes, you were. You would. Wow. That's a, that's a long flight. It is. Have you ever been outside of the U.S.? Never. Never? You want to? I'd love like, to. My home, America. Yay. Love America. <laughs> I love America, but I would love to go and see other countries, other ways of life. What's the number one country on your bucket list? I'd really like to go see London. Oh, um, just another English-speaking country, because. <laughs> <laughs> um, London, Italy, Spain, all of uh -huh. those. Germany would be really cool too. Uh -huh. Just Europe. Um, Europe, probably. Okay. I, I, hell, I, I'd like to go to Africa, Africa or Australia. Oh, those would be really cool. True. Um, for me, yeah. What about you? I don't know. For me, on the list, like I've been to Asia a couple of times, so. But I still would like to go back. But I feel like I want to go to maybe like Russia. <laughs> I don't know. I feel yeah. I think Russia would be cool. Go see Putin. Yeah, I'll go see Putin. I don't know. Like I feel like Russia is something that I just never really know much about. So I think it would be quite an adventure to go there. That would be an adventure. Um, May. This was yes. fun. It what wait we already finished with our ten questions. Yeah, those were ten questions. There were ten questions. That was mm -hmm. fast. That was fast. May this was so much fun. It was. I was a little nervous, honestly, um, because we are. I'm I'm talking to like a podcaster celebrity. Like it's the uh, next Joe Rogan. That, that, you're, you're nice. <laughs> no, it's true. Like I was really. Oh my god! Like this guy that has his own watchdog media. He want to talk to me. Like oh my god! What is up? You know, that was kind of my <laughs> my um, feeling. But you're honestly so cool. It was a really, really fun time and really good conversation we had. Thanks. I enjoyed it, too. Now I get to give it to you. Now you get to plug your podcast, plug the Instagram, plug it away so that people can know where to find you. Oh, wow. Okay. So my podcast is called Mango, the Mango Podcast. You can find me on um, Instagram. Spotify, Apple, all of the places that you can listen to a podcast, just type in Mango or Mango Podcast. You will probably find me. I'm the yellow mango on the cover. <laughs> also, I have a TikTok account, a YouTube channel where I basically repurpose my <laughs> podcast content, but I'm there. So yeah, you can just go on my Instagram. There are most of the links that I, um, that I have. And I hope you'll also have a listen to mine. Wow. I was Again. prepared for Okay. Wow. I didn't know you had a TikTok account. I'm about to go find that. <laughs> I do. But I kind of still want to um, put in more like original content there, but I haven't figured it out yet. Are you going to start doing like TikTok dances and stuff? If that, makes, if that gets me likes and followers, yes, but I don't know. <laughs> You're That's not going to figure it out, right? I'll have, to, I'll have to figure it out. I'll have to find, uh, <laughs> help you with that. I just subscribed to your YouTube channel. Boom. Ooh, there's like four subscribers now. I Girl am the fourth you. subscriber. <laughs> You're the fourth subscriber. I'm the fourth subscriber. May, thank you so much. I had so much fun. I truly love listening to your podcast. I look forward to it every week. So um, keep doing what you're doing. I love listening to it. And I hope people will go give it a shot when they hear this. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Everybody. I'll put her links in the description of the episode so that you can easily go locate it. Um, and yeah, like I said at the top, give me that rating and review on iTunes. If you listen on Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon, wherever else, uh, that's awesome. Subscribe on those places too. But 
when you subscribe, that guarantees that the episode gets delivered to your phone every week so you don't have to worry or search for it every time. Uh, so yeah, follow me on Instagram, LoganLewis96 and uh, the podcast Exchange Pod Log. May thank you again and 